Ah, it's Deprogram, the podcast where we try to get you into a band. That's right. We've done all the work for you. All you have to do is push play or maybe not push stop. Ha <laughs> ha! We're going all the way to the top of the mountain. Ha ha! For the mountain song? Okay. We're talking about Jane's Addiction today. And uh, Peter actually put Jane's Addiction on the board, but Peter, unfortunately, not feeling well, had to bow out last second. So that bumps you over a seat, Randy. Randy, Jane's Addiction, it's almost criminal that I have to even ask this question because we're eight years into the show and we're just now getting to Jane's Addiction. But uh, why did you want to talk about Jane's Addiction? They're just pivotal band of the 90s that... In some retrospects, this is very weird saying this, that I was kind of talking in the chat about this, and specifically about Dave Navarro, but I think you can kind of t- take this as Jane's Addiction in in a whole, but it felt like their time in the 90s was weirdly cut short, but then they almost never went anywhere because the songs, you know, you have to think Ritual, De La Habitual, it came out in 91 and i remember the song still like uh been caught stealing was still getting major play on mtv in like 1998 1999 and i know they had a small reunion in 1997 but it felt to me like there was a time where almost jane's addiction was getting to the point where you know they're kind of overrated Mm. And I was kind of mentioning that about Dave Navarro. And I think a lot of what people think about Dave Navarro is they think about one hot minute with the red hot chili peppers outside of Jane's addiction. They kind of think, well, he did that and it wasn't successful. I like that record. I like that record. And I think we had that conversation that we all like that record, but I think it came to a point where Dave Navarro was kind of everywhere. I think he had a reality show Mm. where, that was all about his wedding to Carmen Electra and everything like that. And it was just like, ah, get out of the public spotlight. And then they kind of like went under the radar for a while after their 2003 comeback and resurgence. And then that was the year Lollapalooza came back. Jane's addiction is back. Like, you know, it, it, it worked and people were paying attention again, but it feels like when people, are talking about great 90s bands and great 90s guitarists that both, and even frontman, even frontman, gotta add Perry into this. Mm-hmm. Like, it just doesn't feel like they're anybody's first or fifth or 10th pick, mm-hmm. weirdly enough. And that's based off of, obviously, when you think of 90s rock, it's geared towards Seattle. So the first people you're going to think are Pearl Jam, Nirvana, Soundgarden, Alice in Chains, and then some some of the other bands. And then I think a little bit of it has to do with they're kind of their own genre. Mm-hmm. They are alternative, but as we know of what alternative to be is alternative is just different than everybody else. But they are kind of the alternative of alternative as well. They're very artsy. They, I mean, uh, the second half of Ritual is like 30 minutes long and it's four songs. Like it's it's such a, a different style than the first half of that record, the A-side. But 
a lot of what they do is just kind of they can have those rock hooks and they can get you on a good rock and roll song, but then they get a little spiritual. They get a little kind of, you know, psychedelic in, in ways sometimes. And yeah, I, I think that they made a huge impact. They're a huge influence on so many different bands of that era and bands that kind of grew to be what they are now, like in the early 2000s, late 2000s and all that. And I think it's going to be an interesting conversation today because, again, that sound was pretty fresh and original. I think a lot of what I read, people were trying to compare them to like a little bit of The Cure, a little bit of uh, Bahas, and a little bit of what they were doing mixed within some standard straight-up rock and roll. But a lot of what, what they did was extremely original for the time that they were doing it. And think about it. Their first record, which is the live album, the self-titled, which we didn't cover in this because of it being a live album, but really those songs should get their due as well. It, uh, it was ahead of its time. Mm -hmm. And all the bands that were out at that time were all like hair metal bands and that would quickly fade. And I think Jane's addiction might be one of the first bands, you know, even when REM kind of came into, like the um, just mainstream a little bit in the late 80s, I think they were the ones that kind of spearheaded that, all right, this is the wave of the future of rock and roll here, and hair metal is going to kind of stay as sort of a figment of the past. So they are pretty important to cover, and even though it's been eight years, glad we're sitting here today doing so. Absolutely. And I feel like this is one of the first ones you may have hopped on, Curtis, and somehow, again, still somehow took like two or three years to get here. But uh, Jane's Addiction, walk me through it. Yeah, very, uh, Randy touched on like the kind of push and pull that I'm sure everybody, even super fans of Jane's Addiction, uh, probably have, and that, um, you know, our love for it maybe isn't unanimous all through the years um there is legitimately an album that i listened to for the very first time or this episode so <laughs> <laughs> legitimately had never heard of it up until now um some of the like a something that's interesting to me like in the last 10 years is like the predecessors just before all of my very favorites right so like those early 90s bands the big break of alternative rock seattle smashing pumpkins um green day just that early 90s wave who was like right before that and are bands that i've really really been enjoying a lot in the last 10 years pixies is probably like just uh, totally changed um, how I listen to music and the cult. Um, that era is really fascinating to me. Um, there's like just two unassailable albums, and I'm sure we'll get into it, not to spoil what we're going to talk about here too much. But uh, yeah, maybe uh, maybe we wore out our welcome here a little bit, and maybe we can hash that out here in the episode. I you know, it's it's hard to not echo kind of everything that you guys are saying. Uh, I do want to ha hammer home the point of I feel like 
when they when they hit the scene, it's like whoa, whoa, you know, like all those songs, like you you, you kind of fall in love with them and you, you kind of go cool cool this is i'm gonna i love this is great and you know like they had their ben uh they they have their uh beavs and butthead moment with ben caught stealing and and mountain song actually also on beavis and butthead and it's like so you kind of have those touchstones of that era and then dave goes off to do chili peppers and perry does porno for pyros if i'm correct in reading this with everybody else right like is porno for pyros just everybody but dave okay yes um but somehow that's like a a whole different entity um and then they come back together and it's it's weird because as randy mentioned like it feels like they didn't really go away even though you know that they did and you like you know the jane says of the world and you know again we'll get song specific here in the in the next round but you know it it felt like okay i'm done you know like i don't i don't need jane's addiction anymore and then you know they come back and it's like okay and then by the time we get here to when we're doing the show it's like it is weird i feel like these guys never got their their actual flowers like they never even though like they were a pretty huge band at a, at a moment you know and it, it's just so bizarre like when you look at the music industry and you break down a band like Jane's Addiction because for as long as they've been around everything we covered was only four records like and as Randy mentioned there's the live record that that we didn't cover but you would think that there would be more music because they came back a while ago and they they were just out on tour just last year with pumpkins so it's not like they're a dormant band they're back out there they're just i guess just touring on what they've got and again you know maybe that's for the better but you know i guess this is the perfect segue to that part so again there's not a lot here randy but like as you're going through it you know how are you looking to put together your list for this like what are you looking for in a jane's addiction song well i did like three days worth of hardcore heroin and (laughs) i argued with every single person that came in direct contact with me so i think i'm pretty well prepared for this episode (laughs) um no i i think it's it's easy because i think i hadn't sat down and listened to the first two records and god knows how long like even it could go back to high school to be honest with you to where i didn't quite know every single song off ritual especially Mm -hmm. those songs at the end the the last four like i mentioned before nothing shocking was like that you know that brought me back that was a record that i had listened to constantly and i know everything i kind of remember every word and everything like that and the return the the first the i'm gonna call this the 2003 record is the comeback record Mm -hmm. and then the 2011 record that is the you know, we still exist and we felt like doing something record. It's I wouldn't call that a comeback because you, you really only get one. Mm-hmm. You really only get one. And then after, and, and I think it was like, what, like 
10 to 15 years after they were formed. So you still have that like, wow, it's a big deal that Jane's Addiction came back. And then, like you said, Curtis, 2011, this record comes out and like, who the hell knows about it? I had no freaking clue that they put anything else out. Now, that that's partially due to me. Mm -hmm. And in about from 2010 to about 2014, I had no idea what was going on in the music industry unless it was like the close, close bands that I follow. And at the time, honestly, it, it was kind of a small handful. It wasn't a whole lot of them. So I they were way off my radar. And yeah, I, I think kind of going through this and especially listening to that last ra- record, the one that came out in 2011, which I... <laughs> Great Escape Artist, I think it's called. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, there's one thing I want to say about that. And it now, obviously, you're not going to have the same performances from Perry that you do in the previous three. He's, a, you know, is older and his voice is not the same of what it was. And the record is a lot different than what they had already previously released. And that was probably, you know, a byproduct of everything. But it's weird. Like, I was trying to figure out, like, what it reminded me of. And it kind of felt like almost like a dance record mm. in a way. Yeah. Like a little like, like here's the best example. And I know, Curtis, if I tell you this, then you'll be able to specifically tell me if you agree or disagree with this. But it reminds me of the Sleater Kinney record, The Center Won't Hold. And that sound off of that record. Yeah, absolutely. Um they tried something different. It's really not the classic style. There are mm, minimal high watermarks, and you got to kind of like it for what it is. It's not something to be enjoyed <laughs> by fans of the classic style at all. <laughs> right. If you compartmentalize like, that, you'll be okay. Right? Yeah, great, great comp. Yeah. So... Yeah, I think, again, like this was also, um, I don't think I ever have done a do program. I know The Waitresses was a quick turnaround, but this was seven days and done. I think I might have listened to the first two records a total of four times through. And then uh, Strays I listened to probably three times. And then this record probably two and a half times. So... You know, I I feel like I didn't get to have a relationship with some of the songs as much as I probably would have if we would have had more allotment of time for this one. But that's okay because, you know, we'll be able to do this episode. We'll be able to knock it out of the park like we always do. And then we also did the uh, the Kettle Whistle album. There had a couple of original songs songs on there i believe kettle whistle was something that they recorded with flea and there are a couple demos and stuff so we added on four songs that weren't on the first two records that were released to that so like 45 songs in total it really wasn't a bad listen but uh we'll see where this goes so to all to all that uh curtis like what what are you looking at as as you're putting your list together uh, pretty light work. Um, <laughs> you know, those two classic albums were just kind of a refresher. It was, uh, I, my listens to those in the last 30 years are probably in the 
500 plus <laughs> just a little bit of a refresh i don't know when the last time was to sit through the whole thing um and uh yeah kettle whistle that i remember that coming out and listening to that strays um was glad to give that maybe some fresh ears and great escape artists that i mean that 100 percent new to me so it was very light work. The volume of stuff was easy. Um, I did wish what I wish I would be able to do on all deprogrammed, which is just throw the playlist that gets put together on and listen to it passively a couple times. Um, and yeah, we'll we'll see what comes out in the wash here. So at at the risk of broken recording for the second time. Um, yeah, man, like every, everything you need is in those first two records. You know, like I, I feel like strays is a solid output. Like it, it belongs, right? Like I, I feel like there's a couple quality contenders off of that record, but the last one, I, I brought some just to be fair to it, but I feel like it's its own thing. Like, I feel like if, if nothing gets through off of that record, we're fine. Um, like I said, I brought some. Just to be fair to it, uh, just in case. And I, I said this after my first pass. I was like, I rather enjoyed the last two records. You know what I mean? I enjoyed them for what they were. It's just when you've got when you've got shocking and ritual, like uh, those are some pretty tall trees to tr try to mix it up with. So I, I I think I think this band's discography just it's it it cr it gets crushed under the weight of of the greatness of the of the first two like they, they their own su success is, is what destroyed you know the possibility of true greatness uh in their their the back half of their stuff and you know time and you know all the things we've already kind of qualified so yeah I, i'm front loaded i have a decent amount from strays i think i got one from the really early record and then one or two from the last record so like i'm i'm not evenly dispersed uh and i'm not i'm not going to press for anything from like that last record i do think we probably should have something from strays uh because i like i said i think there's some quality quality jams that kind of kind of can hang with the early stuff so uh, it sounds like there's and you know again i i hope peter gets well but I mean, in some regards, him dropping out does kind of change this this next part of the conversation a little bit because now we went from four people got a land to only three, um, and we do have Peter's list just in case we need tiebreakers. But based on everything that we've kind of said so far, Randy, what do you think we're going to do for the uh, final say? How many do you think we're going to get through? Well, I will say this: I think I probably have more off of Strays than I intentionally, uh, than I initially thought I would. I'm looking at, like, I represented Strays and I represented Escape Artists pretty okay. And that's the only thing that's, like, holding me back a little bit. But I feel like the ones off of Strays seem pretty obvious to take. So... I don't know. I was I'm, because this discog is so small. I think there are a couple of just home run hitters that you just got to go for. Uh, there are some that I might 
not have out of just plain just not wanting to have. But I think we can do six on this. Okay. Yeah. I can see that. What are you thinking, Curtis? Uh, we can go even higher. Se- seven is feasible. Honestly, seven was the, the one I was eyeballing. Seven, seem, yeah. seven seems plausible. Um, but I do think I'm wary of a couple of the ones that seem like they could be home runs. Because there's one, for sure, that I don't have, which could kind of you know pull us back i'm looking at seven songs though that that feasibly all three of us could have but since six and seven are off the board eight seems a little a little too hopeful so i'm going to grab five since it's available all right now we're going to take a quick pause when we come back we're going to find out which one of us is right we're going to play the game stay tuned And with that, the name of the game is Deprogrammed. The three of us have combed through the Jane's Addiction discography and plucked out 20 songs that we're now going to mash together in an attempt to create a top 10 starter kit for you, in case you have never given Jane's Addiction the time of day. Uh, I have to start here as number one. It's a song we covered in my old band, Stale. Um, It's a song that they played on Beavis and Butthead. Uh, This one, I feel like, has a strong case as number one. Um, I don't know that it necessarily will be. I think we're about to find out because if it gets in unanimously, I think it has a great shot at it. Uh, I already referenced it in the intro. I'm saying a lot of words to say Mountain Song. Yes, obviously. Yes. Yeah, right? (laughs) Yes, obviously. And I may agree. I may not disagree with what you just said there. But let's... I don't want to give anything away on the first pick. (laughs) But... I, I mean, it's arguably my favorite Jane's song. I mean, yeah, that, I bass, that, that bass riff, when Perry comes in, uh, even just the kind of weird word, you know, like I saw a girl who had pin eyes or she had pin eyes. and I, It just, to me, it kind of really epitomizes like how they were going to be different, even though like kind of sound wise, like if you break it down, it's drums, it's bass, it's guitars. Like technically speaking, it's kind of straightforward rock. But they found a way to arrange straightforward rock in a way that felt different. What I love about this song is Perry's early scream because I equate it to like that bass is just kind of like an earthquake rumbling in the ground, and when he comes up and screams, that's him like breaking through underground and and like breaking through the surface Mm. and it's just a super powerful epic song um yeah i know i know people that don't like this song and i don't really know what to tell them because that is the best that you're gonna get from jane's in my opinion that seems weird (laughs) yeah i know all right one down nine to go all right, Randy, where do you want to head? Well, I wanted to head with that first, but I think I will go to... I'll do another easy one. How about stop? Yeah, man. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah figured so. And so this is one of the ones like I wasn't sure of going in because 
you've you've heard it like a million times. But then, like as it came up on the playlist, I was like, oh no, of course. Like the, again, like this is one. You know, if it's not mountain mountain song, I could easily see it being stop as well. Like this is this is quintessential. This is this is what Jane sounds like. Wanna's addiction. Yeah. <laughs> and then that riff. Here we go. Oh, it just again like it's kind of when you look at it on on its surface, it's kind of just a regular rock song, but like. It's it's kind of in the same way like a lot of people describe the pumpkins like the pumpkins will do like gothic western through the pumpkins lens you know what I mean and while there I wouldn't necessarily say there's like necessarily a Jane's Addiction lens but like that's the closest kind of thing I can describe it like it is kind of straightforward rock but it's it's they managed to make it sound different like the same way they did with with Mountain Song I love this. I love stop. Yeah, usually, usually bridges of songs kind of like take you and they either kind of bring you up or they give you a solo or something like that, and they get weird. This yeah. is like a straightforward rock song where they get a little weird with it, and it kind of, you know, I don't want to say drags because that's not a fair word, but it kind of like just takes you in a different direction of the song and gets a little spacey and gets a little kind of. I don't know, like drug infused almost. And yeah, it's, yeah. And then they hop back in. It's like, here we go. Yeah, sure. It, it's, it's that 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 part you're talking about. It's because it it's like they pump the brakes. Like, yeah. I mean, again, the yeah. name of the song is "Stop," but it's like they pump the brakes. Like, not they don't like hard stop, but like bring it all the way back, space out, and then, like you said, it's like then they step right back on the gas. It's it, I love it. All right, no pressure, Curtis. Two, for, two for two. <laughs> uh, pressure. Let's let's keep it rolling. Another super obvious. Uh, what feels like a lock to me. Uh, Jane says. Oh, no, no. You guys are wild. Oh my goodness. So <laughs> I get it. I absolutely. So this was this is one of those. This is like blind melon all over again. This is like this was me going out like I couldn't I couldn't let it go through unanimously. But what's wild. Is, OK, so what's wild with this song is I love it again. You know, for a good long time, I couldn't stand it anymore. Like, I just heard it too much. Um, and I, I wouldn't have put down a huge fight had everybody else had it. But this is one of those songs where it's like, I kind of wanted to give that. If we can do this this list without Jane Says, I'd be very happy. Uh, but I also could completely understand if people were like, no, we need to have it. So... A little vindication that that Randy doesn't have it as well, but uh, for for the record, it was an answer we got when I asked listeners, and Peter also had it on on his list. So I say vindication for me. Uh, if Peter was here, it would have gotten into the conversation. Did you want to throw out a reason, I'm, Randy? Like I'm pretty much, <laughs> I'm pretty much in the same boat as you. I wanted to try and do it without it. You know, sometimes you get a little like when the radio songs just get overplayed, 
you just want to ignore them and you want to be able to, as you say, like do a list without it and like trying to turn people on to the other songs. Like if we had all of the hits on here, what what kind of list are we making? It could have been real easy. I, I like the song. I agree with you. I like the song too. I don't have any problem with it. I think the kettle drums are very, very cool. The 12 string guitar, obviously, but like, I don't know. It's kind of, I, if there are hardcore Janes fans out there, like, I don't know, I equate it to, and I don't feel like this anymore, but there was a time where it was just like Jeremy and Evenflow were all just really stale to me. And maybe I don't feel that way about Jane Says anymore, but like for a list where I'm I'm looking at a lot of these songs and like feeling something passionate about this, Jane Says doesn't quite fit into that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. All that, all that to say, obviously you're not wrong, Curtis, but uh, because there's only three of us, you are wrong. Jeez, we're it, it it's jeremy all over again here at <laughs> a certain point we need to get over the radio fatigue and come out the I other side. yeah and we need to come out the other side and say oh this is an excellent song i love 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 having a panel where i have a challenge because it's two contrarians and I just had my normie opinion shut down here. So, <laughs> well, I'll, I'll, I'll follow. Start. I'll follow suit then. Um, here's another radio jam that I could easily see either one of you kind of going nah, but it for me the radio fatigue didn't kill it, and I feel like it fits better overall with the kind of list that I was trying to make. Been caught stealing. Yes. <laughs> oh everybody's waiting on my opinion on this and actually between the two of them if i had to take one i probably would have taken jane says really mm -hmm. interesting i didn't even want to listen to this like uh, like hearing the dogs in the background I was just like oh really i I, like it, it in a way it like broke up the record for me and I, it's always so horrible to say because there was clearly a time where this song was influential into me actually enjoying this band like at a time where i was listening to them but like i don't know there was just you know jane says i listened to the song and i'm like yeah this is a really good song this is a meaningful song and i think i was just a dick for not taking that but been caught stealing I just kind of don't like it anymore. <laughs> well, no, I, I get that because, you know, to your point, no, there's no meaning. But this is the one song that kind of transported me. Like, all the other songs have a little bit more meaning past just taking back to the 90s. This one sat me in my chair watching Beavis and Butthead when I was like 14, 15. And I was sitting right there thinking about the video and the chainsaw and the dogs. And again, this is one like I could see if we get to this next round, this being one of those, if we can do it without it, sure. But I like it still just enough that I had to have it on my list. So Ben Costillon has two. It gets to hang around and live to see another day. 
All right, Randy. All right, let's go back to nothing shocking. Pigs and Zen. Yeah, man. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> nice. There we go. That one I was going to fight for if I had to. I also want to, hold on. I want to reference uh, Peter's list. Because I want to see how many, like, fours we would have gotten. Yeah, Mountain Song and Stop, probably, you think? Uh, he seems like a Pigs and Zen kind of guy. He actually, yeah, Pigs and Zen would have been. Mountain Song would have been. Stop would have been. Okay. And Ben Caught Stealing would have been three. So What about Jane? Oh, you said Jane Says would have yeah, been he, two. Yeah, Jane Says would have been two. So he's perfect so far. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Pigs and Zen is in. I mean, you know, what more can we say? This is just kind of, this is classic. This is, this is great. All right. Curtis? Um, we talked about how the recent album, Great Escape Artist, got a little bit weird. Um, the song that I think that was most, like, true to form or, like, classic sound off that is Irresistible Force. You guys have that? I do. I don't, but I, I love that. That that was one I was listening to just before you guys uh came on. And I was like, oh, man, I wonder if I kind of messed that up. <laughs> so I'm glad to see that that landed, too. And I didn't take it because of Gorilla Monsoon. <laughs> I mean. I mean, he says it. it needs probably helps. Yeah. <laughs> There's like a live album where it's a parenthetical where it's parenthesis meets the immovable object yeah <laughs> all right um so now the question is is there's there's a couple more that feel like obvious homers or do i kind of stretch out a little um let's, let's kind of take a look at str strays a little bit here let's see where kind of everybody is on strays as a matter of fact, I'll take the title track, Strays. I yes. Got it. Oh. Hey. Glad to see that. I I didn't see that. I thought maybe I'd get it in the convo. All right. I mean, we're talking about it, so you did, well, technically. Yeah. yeah. I mean, all these are in a conversation. <laughs> Fair enough. Unless it's a dump out. Fair enough. I, I just feel like again like there's there's some there's some jams on strays that kind of that fit and apparently we all agree that strays is one of them so all right actually let's balance it against Peter okay this was the first one oh he had irresistible force as well nice so okay. this is the first one he didn't have mm. Strays. So this would have been a three. All right. Randy? Okay. Um, I'm going to stay on the same record because I said to myself before I listened to Strays, I'm like, there's going to be a lot of songs that I'm going to immediately when I hear it, it's just going to refresh my memory. And 
you know, strays, I think did, I think there were a couple other here, right. Uh, uh, you know, here and there, but it was kind of like muddied a little bit. Like, yeah, I, re- I remember it existing, but doesn't, I can't like sing the song. And then this song comes up and right away I'm like, Oh shit. Yeah. I remember this one. Okay. Let's, let's get into it. Get into it. I'm listening. I'm listening. And then the first lyrics, my, my willing able to the memories you overflow. And I'm like, God damn it. It's the entourage theme song. <laughs> I, I I guess I totally forgot it was on the record. I, I thought that maybe they just had released it just for Entourage. <laughs> and, you know, I, I, I take it because I think it's a kick-ass song, uh, Superhero. But I also take it because I think there is just kind of a conversation to be had about Entourage and how that show is just not aged well at all. <laughs> Terribly. <laughs> So do you guys have it? I don't. Yes. Oh, hey. This has got to. Into the convo. And actually, I think... uh, Yeah. um, Peter did, too. Man, Peter's on fire. Right. Only strays is a miss. Yeah. All right. Curtis? Um, Let's keep going with, uh, with strays. And... It's, I don't know where it's from, but definitely like had some licensing or I don't know if it's a car commercial or what, but like another serious earworm um, just because. Yeah, man. Well, that was the hit from the record. Yeah, it was. Yes. That was the single. So yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's a great song. That's another thing that when that record came out. I heard so many people complain about it and I, and say like, oh, this is stupid. I hate this record. And they hated the single. I'm like, this has a really interesting sound to it. Like the guitar really elevates in this. And people didn't agree with me. It was so weird. I, I'm like, this is a kick-ass jam. Like this is Perry at his best. I, I love the song. I, I don't know why I hung out with people that didn't like Mountain Song <laughs> or just because. Maybe they just hated Jane's Addiction. I don't know. Maybe. Uh, for the for uh, housekeeping, was that a, a yes as well? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, right. yeah. So the, there we go. Uh, this was the second time that Peter has missed. This is one that came up. Um, my friend Joe, I do the Barn Trippers Hockey Podcast with. He uh, had this as his wrestling theme um, at one point. Jason. Nice. Yeah. I love this song. Like, again, like, talk about songs that can kind of hang with the, the tall, tall trees. This feels like right. If, if this would have been what Jane's did from, you know, from there on, I'd have been like, cool. Like, this kind of feels like a natural evolution from ritual to to this and i think to your to your point Randy, i think this is a great great radio song so yeah just crazy yeah. that somebody would say complain about it top 40 by way of old jeans um this is a very good tune yeah all right so all right i, th- I feel like at this point i can i can play around a little bit because i think we're already at my five at least right Yep. Yeah, we are. Yeah, already at my five. So I feel like we could get to eight, honestly. Yeah. yeah. I, there's a couple couple out there that that feel like they could. Uh, um. 
let me let me stretch my legs. I'm gonna stay on strays, but I'm gonna try a different sound here. Like this was my kind of justification for leaving Jane Says off. I feel like this kind of does the same thing, but feels like it has more more to it. I don't know how else to put it. Everybody's friend. I do not have that one. No. Yeah, like I said, I I had a feeling that one was going to kind of go into the bin. That's the first one into the bin as well. I th- no, Jane says. Oh, uh, yeah, you're well, right. You're if right. he had Peters. So. Yep. yep, yep, yep. Um, I just want to make sure that Peter didn't have... Peter couldn't have saved me on that one either. Nope. All right, Randy? Feels like ritual needs a little love right now. How about no one's leaving? Yes. Yes. <laughs> nice. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, uh, uh. And now we will not get any more so I can get that final say. This would have been so a I four as well. The entourage we, song. <laughs> we would have all had this. <laughs> That's crazy. Oh, he, uh, Peter had it too? Yeah. Nice. What is that like? Four or five? We would have had like four unanimous, I think. Four? Yep. He didn't have strays, or just because I think he said. I mean, ritual side one. It, it just bangs so hard. All all these tunes are excellent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, Curtis. Um. Let Let's stay on it and do. Uh, Ain't no right. I got it. I don't. Peter did. But it's nice to have something in the convo if we need it. Uh, that's that's our... We have our 10 already. If uh, everything goes out to the pile, which it won't, but <laughs> we're out of NTP. Yay. Which is pretty obvious for an artist that only has 45 songs. Uh, yeah. All right. Ain't No Right was Curtis, right? So back to me. Hmm. Let me trot out one of these Great Escape songs, see if I can find you guys. How about Underground? Mm, I'm above ground. Uh, Yeah, same. All right. Into the bin I go again. All right, Randy. Curtis, I have a feeling you have this because you were in a certain place at a certain time before a certain song <laughs> in a certain Wrigley Field where a certain Vetter Ed started singing this before Corduroy. And that's not why I'm taking it, but I definitely, you know, seeing that on Let's Play 2 and all that definitely was very exciting for me. Summertime rolls. I, I definitely broke the no cover uh, rule for that, absolutely. Summertime rolls for sure. Well, I do not have that one. Well, let me see. Yeah, it just the way that they do it is another epic, epic. Yeah, let's get weird. Right. There's another um, another one. Peter had absolutely on fire. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Curtis. Is Peter out songs yet. <laughs> Curtis, you're up. 
Uh, da, da, da. Uh, how about let's do a little more nothing shocking. We'll do ocean size. Yeah, man. Got it. <laughs> yes. There's your seven, Curtis. Love it. Love it. And God, I think we can get nine at yeah. this point. That's also one that Peter had. <laughs> so we're at a true five. Yeah. Just crazy talk. I mean, not really, but yes. Like, yeah. So far, it's kind of like divided up pretty nicely, too. We have yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, two ritual songs. We have three docking songs and then two stray songs. Yeah. That's some pretty good maneuvering. All right. So background to me. What do I got left? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Okay. We still got a couple rounds in us, too. And there's still like maybe two out there that might <laughs> might uh might go. Alright, I'm gonna stay on my weird or my ones that might not, just cause. Um We already played that one. Hey ooh. uh I told you guys that I made like a change immediately after I told you guys I was ready. And that's cause I was uh I was listening to the uh I was listening to my list and I had cut a song and then I kept listening and I was like, oh wait, no, I should keep this one and find a different one. So I, I finished my list, added my twenty one back just so I could cut something else. And this was the that song to match the sun. No. No. Yeah. Should have went with my gut and left that off. This is what these rounds are for. All right, Randy? I got two from Nothing Shocking. I don't know which one to play. Um, I don't know which one is more likely to get in the top ten. So I'm going to close my eyes and, Ted, just admit it. I don't have no. one. No, really? No, very good tune. Very good. Wow. Very good. Okay. And I thought I'd at least get two on that. Wow. Uh, yeah. Peter did have that one. So technically right. you would. Thanks, Peter. Peter. <laughs> Peter's got your back. All right. Curtis? Um, uh, about on ritual three days. Hmm. I did not take that one. Me neither. Let me see if Peter could have saved you. Just for fun. I think that was the one that Peter was talking about in the chat that he saw James open up with when nice. uh, yeah. they yeah, played with that. Yep. Nine Inch Nails. Yep. Ninja. Ninja. That made me so happy. <laughs> it shouldn't have. <laughs> All right. We're dancing around this one, which makes me believe that either I'm crazy for thinking that it could have been a Homer uh, or we it's going to be a two or a heartbreak who knows had a dad yes 
Yes. Oh, there we go. Yay. That was the other one where I'm like, <laughs> either I would have been picking, I would have picked out of dad and wouldn't have found out that Ted just went to the pile, but no. <laughs> I th- I, yeah, this makes sense. How did that make sense to get in? Yeah, a little more, a little more. Nothing shocking. It makes sense for the top ten. Good. Totally. I like it. Totally. Oh. And uh, spoiler alert: that is my last one from that record. Oops. For that song, I think I got one. No. So. All right, Randy. Did uh, Peter have had a dad? Oh, good question. Because, yes. Okay, that's that's a true six right there. We got eight. <laughs> oh, we got two in us. Oh no. I think we're we're starting to hit I, that that area where it's like we were all kind yeah. of picking. Like we might get a couple more twos. Yeah, I think so. All right, this is, these are all just shot and shots in the dark. Uh, how about kettle whistle? No, no. But Peter did have kettle whistle, so. Wow, it sounds like we wouldn't have had any songs go to the pile, <laughs> right? If Peter were here, damn you, Peter! <laughs> all right, Curtis. Uh, I'll stay on that album. Uh, do you guys have so what? I do. No, I don't. Yeah. Peter would have brought us to three on So What. Okay. Again, just for uh, housekeeping and whatnot. All right. Hmm. I'll save that for a dump out. What do I got left? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Uh, you know what? Maybe we. Maybe this will be our last round and then dump out because we're we're at eight anyway and it doesn't feel like there's like i'm looking at one that might get in um play it yeah actually no i know it won't i know for a fact it won't why is that because i know you don't have anything from that record so <laughs> oh yeah okay uh i'll just trot this one out this one doesn't feel like it's got much of a chance, but how about Classic Girl? I do have that. Hey. I don't. All right, Classic Girl, where are you? There you are. You and Curtis. Other than Jane says, have you hit the bin at all, Curtis? Yeah, just with their most popular song. <laughs> <laughs> what, a weird, what a weird thing to have happen <laughs> all right uh is that back to me or did i no just, i think no, you no. just picked that it's, yeah it's you um yeah i don't i don't know i don't know what here could be the one but since this let off an album Maybe I'll give this a shot. True nature. I got it. Uh, no for me. Mm. Right. Eh, very close. What was the one that we just did? Oh, Peter had classic girl. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what's the one we just did? I forgot already. True nature. True nature. It's me and Randy. 
And <laughs> Peter had that one as well. He's got to be out by this point, right? I see one that hasn't come up yet. Two that hasn't come up yet. Yeah, he's only got two left. He played a good game. Yeah. <laughs> if only he were here. Yep. All right, Curtis? Um, This just to kind of cap off Great Escape Artist here for me. Um, to End the Lies, the other single. Oh, I didn't no. know that was a single. But I do have that, yeah. No, I do not. And that is one that Peter does not have. Peter has two. You want to dump him out? <laughs> well, I mean, we'll we'll see how many remain because, like, I'll I'm here at dump out anyway, and then we'll go. Got it. Um, do we have a walk off in us? How many do you have, Justin? One, two, three, four. I only have four left. I got five. So yeah, it's and four or three, maybe. Mathematically possible. Yes. All right. Uh, this one I know for a fact is not up the beach. No. I do have that. Hey. Oh, okay. And yeah. I like the jam, but figured it takes off with lyrics because Perry is the band. Yeah. You know, a lot of the band. Peter does not have up the beach. All right, next. Standing in the shower, thinking. Yeah, I thought about that one, but I was very much on the ground. Ew. All right. No oh. from you, Curtis? Correct. How about obvious? No. I do have that. Hey. You guys have been connecting on like the last handful here. Yep. All right. So there's one more. This I... is our walk off. Can we get nine? It's happened before. Yeah, this is the last one. Then she did. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and you know what's wild? That's one of Peter's. Oh, perfect. I love it. <laughs> oh. You knew you knew it would be ritual though, so that makes sense. Yep. Yeah. Wow. I I'll tell you guys, I was between that one and three days, and yeah. that one just kind of worked better for me. Where did we get nine? And then we still have like a couple. Yeah. Wow. I should have just went with my gut. I should have went with the over. All right. So <laughs> I'm out, and then. Peter's only got one left. All right. Randy? Of course. Yes. Wow. That one was cool. I like the violin in that one. Mm-hmm. You got to be pretty um, close to done now, too, Curtis, right? I'm done. I'm done. There you go. You're done. Okay. My last two are Price I Pay and Broken P- Oh, I got three. Price I Pay, Broken People, Words Right Out of My Mouth. Did Peter have any of those? Uh, nope. Broken people, okay. words right out of my mouth, and <laughs> funnily uh, enough, the one, the one that Peter had was the joke in the group chat because, uh, 
we're going through we were trying to figure out which songs that we were actually going to take from um the from kettle whistle and randy goes which song do you take from that one and then as a separate message just wrote whore (laughs) and so it came up as a separate notification and i was like oh whores it's it looked like randy was calling anyway if you have to explain the joke it doesn't work um fellas wow uh nine Mountain song, stop, pigs and zen strays, just because no one's leaving Ocean Size had a dead than she did. Look, this is one where it's, this is like the Curtis special. This, I feel like all of us can, you know, th- push me over with a feather. Like there's not, I, we'll go over these twos. And as a matter of fact, I'm looking at it. I feel like Ben caught Steelen's like first one off the block. Like, I feel like we can do it without it now. If there was more spots, Indeed. I'd probably fight for it, but. All right. So, I'm in between two. All right. So let me read these out. We got Irresistible Force, Superhero, Ain't No Right, Summertime Rolls, So What, Classic Girl, True Nature, End of the Lies, Up the Beach, Obvious, and Of Course. You said you've got two you're looking at, Randy? Yeah. Yeah. Entourage and Summertime Rolls. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Superheroes. If you take away the factor that it was on that show, it's a really killer song. How do you how do you take away it being a theme song for a show that was on for a decade, though? I mean, that's... <laughs> I, yeah, I know. Um, but, like, they didn't play the whole song. Like, there are pieces in that song that you don't hear from here in the intro. Yeah, but... Not, this... that, not that it matters, but... It's a pretty like iconic little Perry lyrical riff that's like right at the end, right? Like the yeah, I think so. Goes, I'm okay, like very. I don't know. I I of those two, I'd way 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 heavier go summertime rolls and irresistible force. We want to talk about this album or just leave it the hell off. I don't know. I mean. We can talk about it because everything is represented really well. Yeah. The strays need three, or do we want to go back to the two classic albums? See that that's that's what I was going to get to. I feel like because Shocking already has four. I feel like we can probably well see, and that takes out Randy's uh, summertime rolls. I feel like we. I feel like putting another one from Shocking. I don't think we need another one from Shocking. Uh, if anything, that's, another that's one from fair. Ritual uh, to kind of even out with with Shocking. But, I mean, it, it does beg the question. I, we we have two available. Do we put one from the new record? Like, we got Irresistible Force and we got uh, Into the Lies. Um, I, I, can they, I think... Can those stand I think I, up? Okay, here's my here's my argument for it, Justin. I think we all went into this not even knowing they had a fourth record. Mm-hmm. Yes. So somebody that even is like gonna peek into the list might see this and be like, "What the fuck is this?" <laughs> and it might just be kind of funny to for that to be a reveal that Jane's Addiction had a fourth <laughs> studio album. And I think I'd take 
look, I took Irresistible Force and I didn't take End the Lies, so that's going to be my pick there. What do you think? I, we'll, we'll give you the uh, the the final push here, Chris. Like, do you think? To Randy's point, do you think it's it's kind of fun to go? By the way, they had a fourth record. Yeah, I mean, what's what's the purpose of this list, right? Mm-hmm. Turning turning somebody on to this band. Um, yeah, there is definitely an album that came out when Obama was president. So <laughs> let's uh, let's put that song in there. Yes. All right. Well, and like Woo-hoo. I like I said, uh, Irresistible Force was. I was listening to it right before you guys. I think that was the one right before you guys came on, I was like, oh, do I have room for this? And I just didn't want to do the work. So, <laughs> all right, well, there we all go. Right, here we go. Uh, we got 10. Uh, we got 10. Mountain Song, Mountain Stop, Song. Pigs and Zen, Strays, strays. Just, because, just Because, No One's Leaving, Ocean Size Had a Dad, Then She Did, Irresistible Force. That's quite the list, Randy. What are you looking at as number one? Well, last couple episodes, <laughs> I decided to go against the grain and be like, let's take this song that, you know, lesser people, less people know. And I have, if we want to go in direction, I have a song that I think fits that. But I think it's going to be pretty agreeable that the, this song is going to be Mountain Song. I feel like that's the direction we're going in. But my wild... You know, throw it out there, see what everybody thinks pick is Pigs and Zen. Ooh, okay. What are you thinking, Curtis? Pigs and Zen is a very good tune. Um, I really am drawn to the concept of a band having a mission statement song. Um, Like, here we are. This is what we're about. Um, You know, we've got Corduroy, Mike the first, you know, song one, track one, type fives, although this one isn't, but this is the first, like, uh, first thing that a lot of people have heard by them. It's like the way it comes in, the riff, Perry at the beginning. Uh, I I think Mountain Song is very obvious here. I mean, I, you know, I made it known when, when I led with it that, you know, it's my favorite Jane song. Uh, it, it, I never even thought of it as a statement song, but you're right, Curtis. It, it is, it is this, here we are, this is what we do and take it or leave it. And even when you watch that video, it's like different, you know, it's, this band is different. And I love, again, man, I give you props for taking the swing. I I feel like this one's less heartbreaking, Randy. Oh yeah, no. no. I, I feel like I'm going to do this for every episode just to test the water, see how people feel about it, and bring another conversation. Because like, yeah, I mean, all the other episodes we could have done in the last couple of weeks, we could have just said, "Yep, agreed." With I, I feel like for you know handfuls of episodes before that, everyone was just like, "Yeah, let's just take this and agreeable." But you know, like, let's think about it a little bit. You know, this is the number one. This is the one that is potentially going to be in the top 10 of the year, or it's the one that, you know, you want to make an impact on somebody. And I love pigs and Zen. I think that was the one that I came out of this listening 
you know, session saying like, this is maybe my favorite Jane's Addiction song now, but it's, it's Mountain Song. Like, who are we kidding? It's Mountain Song. <laughs> I, it just, it does everything you want and it, it defines the band in a swift four minutes and three seconds. So let's lock that in. Mountain Song it is at the top where it belongs at the top of the mountain hail mountain song is our number one stop pigs and zen strays just because you know there was a, a brief moment i thought about putting up just because <laughs> uh no one's leaving ocean size had a dad then she did irresistible force rounds out our 10 let's let mountain song get a moment in the sun coming down the mountain have that moment where there's so much building up to that and the band just bottles that energy and then it almost just stops and there's the moment like after that you don't need a rest of the song that's the song well and then the release like the the release you get in the simplicity like the way it opens up in the chorus the better cash in and then they bottle it right back up with the cash in now, honey, cash yeah. in Miss Smith. Like they bring it right back, like tighten it back up. It's like you have this moment to, to breathe. And then it's like, no, 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 let's bring it right back. Oh, I love, 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 love Mountain Song. And that is why it's our number one. And folks, you can come in and make a conversation, make a point just like this, if you like about whatever band you want to talk about by going to uh, legionstupid.com. And uh, you click on podcasts, you click on deprogrammed, scroll a little bit like halfway down. There's a sign up sheet. Tell me what band you want to talk about. Uh, if that's not available, the absolute best thing you could do is join the Legion of Stupid Discord and just tell me and I'll get you the list because there are changes coming to legionstupid.com soon uh, for financial reasons. You know, I'll put that out there. Um, but I'm not sure how I think we've got till August. So depending on when you're listening to this, um, yeah, come, come talk about, uh, whatever band and that's the way you can do it. You can also listen to the show there. You want to listen to Randy episodes. You click his name. It'll take you to Randy episodes. Again, I feel like maybe I shouldn't say this cause it might not be available when you're listening to this. You want to listen to Curtis episodes. You click his name. If you want to listen to me, boom, I'm on all of them. You don't, you don't need to click on a name. You just listen to all of them. Uh, yeah, man, uh, whatever podcast platform you are listening on, uh, subscribe rate would be appreciated if it's Spotify, four or five stars would be super awesome. It actually does help the algorithm. I've seen a difference in numbers when somebody gives us a five star review on Spotify. As far as Apple, I have no idea, but it'd be cool if you would do that. If you would leave a five star review and, uh, yell at us about a list if you want, that's fine. Also, there's a Q&A available on Spotify where you can answer what you think are the best songs for whatever artist we covered that week. So all that would be awesome. Patreon.com slash oh hi Justin is where you can go if you'd like to help uh, said financial woes we talked about earlier. A uh, dollar a month gets you in the door. It gets you access to different Discord channels. It uh, gets you deprogrammed before the rest of the world. And it gets you the conversation we're about to have in T-minus three minutes. Uh after the fact, all those things definitively come to the Patreon, patreon.com slash oh hi Justin. Other stuff eventually, occasionally goes there as well. So there's also a little chat feature I try to uh, get going 
every once in a while where we kind of talk about deprogram t-shirt ideas, things like that happens in the Patreon. So I think that covers everything, right? Yeah. With that, Jane's Addiction. It only took us eight years, but we're there. Learn them and love them, people. We'll see you next week. Bye.